everyone. Um, look, there's a real uh, sense of lockdown madness going on, I sense, within my, my lovely group of ladies here, the four of us. I said that it's my job today to get all the goodness out. One of you naughty ladies said, and let's give it a rub. So we're going to... We're, we're, I think we're going to have a bit of fun today. We've got no guests today. I don't think there's this great sense of seriousness here. And I do think we call it, Thomas and I call that lockdown madness, because I think we are having a little bit of lockdown madness. We need a bit of a laugh, a bit of a hug, a bit of love, a bit of naughtiness, a bit of cheekiness. So that might come out a little bit, but we'll try and keep it very businesslike and very professional, because we are very professional, businesslike people. <laughs> so I'm, I'm having the joy of hosting today. Um, I think we're all going to mute because we've got a little bit of that internet nightmare. We've got a bit of background going on. So please stay with us if there's a if there's bad microphones and things like that because we're all play, play victim to that, don't we? So today the schedule. Well, we're here till 1:30, and we very firmly finish at 1:30. So we're hoping you're having a cup of tea as you're listening to us. And we're going to talk, go a bit around Robin and talk about our week and any messages that we've been getting from this week, which I always love that bit. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to um, get the goodness out and we're all going to give it a rub and enjoy learning about, you know, what is it that each of our business blondes would fight for? What really matters for them in business that they think I'm just determined to help people in that way and I'll fight for that for them. Uh, and then we'll finish the show um, with a little pick, pick you up about going forward into the next week feeling great. So that's our plan for today. So let me start off by asking Kim, um, what's your week been like? You're in uh, half term. How's it been? It's been it's been lovely actually. I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate, and like a lot of people, because my little one is so young, she actually doesn't have half term, so she's I'm still able to go to nursery. So I feel for all of those. Um, parents that are, are still trying to juggle, I do, I do really feel for you because having done a couple of weeks of um, self-isolation, I feel your pain. Albeit I came out with mine quite quickly, but um, it's been no, it's been a, it's been a good week actually. It's been it's been really interesting talking to um, businesses and and people in business because I think you're right. I think there's almost that desperation now to get out to just like go back to some form of normality. But actually, I'm also sensing that people have found a bit of a sense of fun now where they're going, there's nothing I can do about this. So I may as well try and find that that silver lining. Um, and I also had a really lovely week where I've just ended up connecting with people that I've not spoken to for years. Um, and it was like we spoke yesterday, which is which was amazing. Some lovely, lovely ladies in business that I've reconnected with. Um, and it just reminds you that actually we sometimes forget to go back and talk to the people from our past. And, and yet when we do, um, we get a real reminder of why they were important to us and a real energy boost moving forward. So um, that's been a really lovely part of my week. Sorry, I'm not, I'm muted. I'm muted like a good girl. Um, I know you're, your kindness and your capacity to keep in touch with people is phenomenal, Kim. I bet they absolutely loved hearing from you. It must be wonderful. 
Um, Caroline, how about your week? How's it going? I've heard great success with your academy. I'm hearing a real buzz out there about people wanting to join your academy. It's yeah, amazing. Yes, it's been a lot of work, but I'm getting there. Thank you. Yeah, next next Saturday, not this one, next one is the start of the new term. And a lot of people looking forward and very, very excited at the students are. And so they should be because it's life changing and career changing. And actually, when I, on the first day of term, I always say to them, listen, I'm as excited and as nervous as you are, because I don't know what the next eight weeks will bring up. And it's always different. Obviously, the, the modules are the same, but the people are different. And so I'm a bit quaking in my boots as well, as well on, on week one. Um, so I'm really uh, both joyous and excited by that. And I'm also always humbled at people putting their trust in me uh, for the academy. And I always get that slight, not imposter syndrome, like, oh, I hope I can do this for them. I really want to be best I can you know it's like that feeling rather than imposter and um, so I have to kind of keep a lid on it a bit because it's still a week or so away um, but like Kim I'm reaching out as you know I've gone mad on stationery and my fountain pen and my my lovely printed note paper and I'm sending letters to people and it really cheers them up so I like doing it that way um, and also doing little voicemails for people that aren't just hi how are you but I've been thinking and I found a nice quote for you so I'm sending off whatsapp voicemails to people um, because sometimes an email is a bit fiddly and you have to kind of structure it but just picking up uh, your voicemail and saying hi how are you are you feeling any better i saw this great thing this week and you know it has to be about three minutes and people really like it mm -hmm. um, so I'm finding new ways of connecting too um, and i think it's really important that we do that but also this week because i had a quieter week I've, I've decided to properly be quiet and not look at the computer all the time and the laptop and my phone and to disengage a little bit because I do like all of us in business tons all the time yeah. I would sit on this computer till midnight who wouldn't and you need to just sometimes just potter around creative pottering creative loafing about and then I actually feel much more refreshed and almost more on top of things than just sitting here all day randomly doing little bits of email and admin so I think my message this week really is more disengagement unless you unless you have to work but try and have serious sort of blank time just to catch up um, because you know we need to get out this weather's been appalling so try and do other things instead to kind of refresh yourself really press the refresh button that's my yeah. message of the week it's interesting to say that um, because um, this morning I did a talk to a corporate and at the end of it when it was Q&A they were having a well-being week and I was sort of keynote to kick it off and um, one of the questions was you know I'm at home I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old my husband's like a child at the moment as well she said and um, I can't, you talk about self-care but I can't get any time to myself and, and and I really f felt for her and we just sort of talked it through a bit, but it is a real challenge for people, isn't it? And then the other thing that I was um, thinking when you were saying that is, you know, I've, I've actually hired uh, Carol Ann as an expert for our community of business owners because I believe the life skills that, um, the skills that Carol Ann passes on are so multi-dimensional in that all of us, whether I'm a mother or a businesswoman or a wife or a daughter, coaching skills that you're, you, you give are just so fundamental. So I'm, I, that was a big leap for me this week. I'm so excited that we've got that in the diary and I know our members are as well. So I'm very excited about that. 
Um, Sam, Sam, what about you? How's your week been? Mrs. Juggle and Mrs. Cupcake? Well, I mean, you can see if you just saw the chat just 30 seconds ago, my nine-year-old has got my phone because he said, I'm going to watch you live, mummy, as we were just scraping chocolate off the bowl after making cupcakes. I said, okay, darling, that's fine. Just be quiet. Um, and you can see that he's posting live on the chat. So I've just messaged my 16-year-old, get him off the chat now. So... Apologies for anything that, come, that comes up. You made a great point, Sam. You made a great point. Don't. I just could have, yeah. Well, I suppose then my message has to be about balance and juggle and, you know, and just being real, like we've said many times. There's no point me hiding the fact that I'm at home, I'm in my living room, I've got, oh, God, I hope you can't hear that. I've got drilling going on outside, two boys upstairs, um, and that's just the way that life is. And... You just have to juggle. So, yeah, my day has been a mixture of coaching this morning um, with a little bit of break for some cupcakes. Um, and then, yeah, my lunch with you, lady. So you're keeping it real for me, girls. You're keeping it real. Oh, it's lovely. Well, I'm glad you said that was your drill because I was a bit worried about what that noise was. <laughs> so, so um, well, I, I've had an issue because I'm having, I'm actually having, having a time where I'm finding it hard to give myself a bit of self-care and I talk about it so much and so I've sort of decided I'm gonna to have to do it in little bite-sized pieces so I've made sure I've got a candle now on my desk because I've for some reason candles always make me feel better and then I've got three little marbles that I had when I was a little girl oh god I'm throwing them around I had these I used to play with these little girl I discovered them when we cleared my parents family house out and these three marbles represent five minutes of mindfulness every day and I haven't emptied them today at all I've got three lots to do before I go to bed and I'm just moving them across and sitting on that chair. And as long as that pot, pot over there on the window skill has got all these three at the end, I know I've given myself a little bit of calming time and it does make a difference. It really does because I know people do their mindfulness or meditation in 20 minute, you know, some people do it incredibly for long periods, but actually for me, I think I'm a sprinter, not a marathon runner. I need, I think doing it in little bite-sized pieces is really helping me. So um, calming that sympathetic nervous system, or whatever it's called, is a lot. So, Kenny, that means you won't lose your marbles. <laughs> you should market this. Don't lose your marbles. These are mindfulness marbles. But there's a great oh. opportunity here. You're missing out on. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. So I was talking to a lady yesterday who's a photographer, and she she specialises in photographing nature for garden centres. And I was saying, you've got a really big message here about well-being and the importance of having green around people and everything. And everything sort of, everything is about how do we stay sane in this in this world? And I think we're all going to come out of it with some great habits, actually, that we've formed, haven't we? So that was lovely, a lovely roundup for your week. So now this is where I'm going to get your goodness out and we're going to give it a little bit of a rub together. Because, you know, you guys, I know you're so driven by impact. And what I want to ask each of you, and it might make you think if you're listening back to this, is, you know, in, in your business, what is it that you would really fight for? What is it that you're fighting for for your clients, for them to get? And I bet that you're wanting to get over a chasm often. What is that message that you're really fighting for to help them? So I thought Kim, Kim Adele, amazing leadership coach, um, also incredible technology, which I think is all part of leadership actually because you can't deny the need to be good at tech to keep productive 
Um, tell us about what you fight for for your clients around leadership. Um, God, great question. So, so for me, I think the thing that's most important to me in, in the world is that we do things with kindness, humanity and courage. And I think that is true of leadership. But I think for us to be kind and for us to be caring and for us to be courageous, we have to do that for ourselves as well. And actually, that's sometimes the piece that we forget to do. We forget to go and say, actually, if I'm going to be here to put the oxygen mask on my people and make sure that they're getting care, that they're getting what they need to thrive, not just survive, I need to put the oxygen mask on myself first, because if not, I'm not going to be there for them. And we've seen some we've seen some awful examples recently where people haven't done that. And actually, what you get is the impact that that has then when when they come out of control when they're not getting the support for themselves you see that leak into their people and the impacts are devastating but they're devastating on the individual as well because they are then at a point where they're on their knees and everybody else is telling them what an awful thing that they've done and it just adds more pressure and I think for me they're the bits that you know if I, if I could go and fight for anybody it would be for, for all people that have any form of leadership, whether that's a parent because you're trying to lead your kids, um, whether that's a business owner, whether that's a leader in another organisation, is make sure that you take some time to treat yourself with the same kindness, humanity and courage that you want to treat your people with. And then you really will just thrive and you'll have a much happier life. And that's, I think, what we're all here to do. You're on mute keep forgetting I'm on mute sorry it is a lonely old place being a leader isn't it it is if, yes I was going to say if you're not caring for yourself very hard isn't it it is and I think you know in times of pressure and we're in times of pressure right now one of the challenges can be that therefore we do start to look at what we need so you know if we're if we're having to downsize an organization or we're dealing with furlough we're thinking about bringing people back we're worried about how our business is going to pivot and, and survive in, in whatever the challenges are we can sometimes at that last minute start thinking well what is it I need and um, because actually I feel under pressure I feel like I'm not getting any support I can't go anywhere for any support and what happens is our language leaks out on those people so whilst we're desperately trying to help them we're inadvertently not helping them because we're using words where they start to feel like they're not worthy they're not that they're, they're not important we're not listening to them so I think it's, it's taking that time and it can feel really selfish. I, I kind of liken it a little bit to when I first became a single mum, which is probably a really bizarre way to liken it to. But when my little girl first used to go to her daddy's for the day, I didn't feel I could do anything at all that was just for me because I thought in doing so that might make it look like I was enjoying the fact that I didn't have my child with me for the day, that I didn't want her to be around. And it, it reminded me a lot of what I'd been like as a leader. I'd done the same thing, which was everything I did had to be about the people. It had to be about what I was doing for them. And if I did anything for myself, it felt selfish. And you can't keep that going. You know, I, I tried for a lot of months and then realised that there was no recharge. There was no chance for you to be able to um, refill your own cup. And, you know, as the old saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. So I think you know, parenting has taught me so much more about leadership than I knew sadly, in the 25 years that I was a leader before I became a mum. So for all those people I led in those times, I'm really sorry. Um, and I would try better for next time. But but I think it teaches you what you need. You, know, you do have to do that self-care. You do have to take that time. And right now, I get it's really hard. You know, people are 
working from home, their partners are working from home, they've got kids, they're trying to do the curriculum. It all feels like there's no chance for you to take time for yourself. But, you know, I would really champion people doing something, even if it's finding somebody that they can pick up the phone to and just rant. You know, if you want to just be able to get it out of your head sometimes and just have somebody hold that space, it's amazing the impact that can have. Yeah, and it's, I mean, a lot of leadership is about role modelling. And if you're if you're not looking after yourself, you're not really, I've, I've found that in parenting, you know, since my kids have grown up, they're the ones that keep showing so much to me about, am I caring for myself? Because they worry about me. And it just shows that your children worry about you. And also your staff will, because if you're not in peak performance or looking healthy and well, it's going to worry them and it's not good role modelling. So I think that's a really good messaging that you're giving there. I love it. Thank you. Oh, you've gone on mute, darling. Oh, I keep doing it. I've got a problem with my mute. Um, Caroline, when you... Um, when you're working in your academy and you're and you're changing lives with people, not only giving them um, life, you know, a real insight into their own lives and self-awareness, but also you're training people through your academy to do that for others. What is that big thing that you're fighting for for them? Oh, my big thing is uh, coaching excellence. Excellence in my business, whether it's one-to-one -one coaching with my private practice or coaching excellence for my students. I am an absolute torchbearer for coaching to be considered a career, a professional career. Uh, in America, coaches are earning $10,000 an hour, some coaches. They're up there with lawyers and doctors, career professionals. Over here, it's like paid for friends a little bit still. So my, my mission, my torch that I carry is that coaches are considered as serious game changers in life. And I want to train them to have that confidence and that sense of gravitas in what they do and to have total belief in the coaching process because we're in the business of changing lives and it's not, it's very serious. And not anyone can just do it. There are special ethics and guidelines and tools that you use. And I think what I'm trying to get over for my clients and my students is this is a business, I'm, I'm, I'm as Kim said, I am role modeling, hopefully, the excellence that I want for them. So running a very good business, uh, having good business systems in place, charging the right, the right amount for what you do, not being embarrassed to say that you, you know, this is what you charge to put a good price on it. And so that my coaches, when they graduate, I had one say, we just but four or five days after graduation, she had sold a six part, six hour program to a new client for 150 pounds an hour in that. And she said, I would not have been able to have done it without the confidence that the course gave me. And I just that that's music to my ears because that's what we need to be doing, because. You know, I do, I'm not going to doubt, diss any coaches, but I do go to networking events. And it's like, oh, I'm a coach. And uh, and I just think, oh, speak up. You know, really, really be proud of what you do because we are, we, we create amazing change in people's lives. And that's what I want is coaching excellence. That's what I stand for. It's about owning it, isn't it, Caroline? It's about, you know, completely owning that. It's like I say to many clients, you've got to put that suit on, you know, metaphorically every morning, whatever role you're in, you've got to own it. And, and you know, whether you're a coach or whatever you do, believe in yourself, have that confidence and clarity that you talk about all the time, which I love. And just walk in that room and own it. Walk in any room and own it. 
because if you believe in yourself others will believe in you too and if, if you if you, well, you're right sam whatever business you're in anyone who's watching this whether in network marketing or have their own small business if you don't believe in you and what you're doing then the engine will fail it all comes from your confidence and belief in what and who you are and what you are selling or the services you're providing to people um and you, as soon as you fail with that confidence so will your clients fail in their confidence so we have to model this we have to own it and we have to love what we do and my number one thing is that coaches are taken seriously and are thought of as career professionals and coaching excellence is my what I is my absolute torch bearing you know mission yeah. while I'm here. Well, it's one of the reasons I love to advocate you because there are people that have done sort of four-day coaching courses over a weekend. Mm -hmm. And and I think a lot of that lack of confidence is that they really still have imposter syndrome because they've really not got the proper qualification and skills. Mm -hmm. And and um, I think it's fantastic what you do with your academy. And, and anybody that you've endorsed is good for others to know that they've been endorsed by Pure Academy. So... Um, your coaching academy so love that love that now so sam what do you fight for for your clients what's the big thing that you want them to to cross i think for me it's it's about support so like kim um just said it's it can be lonely in business and especially if you're in my world which is sme so you know, who do you talk to who do you tell that you're having a really bad month who do you share your utmost vulnerabilities with? And you all know that I'm a champion of peer groups and I'm heavily involved in that at the moment. But peer groups give you that space, don't they? They're, and we've all, you know, we've all been a peer group together, so we know this, and we've all helped each other share our vulnerabilities and really support each other through those good times as well, because it's about celebrating and recognizing when it goes good. But it's also about actually, I need some help. I could do with a bit of a steer on this or I could do with running this past you. So for me, it's about recognising when you're in that space, recognising when you've reached a plateau and you need that help and support to push you through to that next level. And we all reach that. We generally reach a plateau on a cycle every three to five years. So if you've been in business 10 years, you might have already reached two plateaus. And whether you recognise that or not is a different thing. But if you do recognise it, then get that support because there is plenty of support out there and it will 100% help you push through. It comes back down to confidence and clarity. Um, and I think all four of us endorse that and that's what we've experienced together and that's what the support gives you. So they're my two things, knowing when you've reached a plateau, asking and reaching out and getting that help that you need. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I suppose what, what I'm going to say segues a lot of what you've said because from a young age, I was really determined. Uh, I was used to think about loneliness. I was quite lonely as a little girl. And when I went to school, I always looked for the little the person in the playground who had no one to play with. When I started doing Academy of Networking, it was very, it was very motivated by, I don't want pe people to be lonely. But actually recently I've been really studying, talking to people, statistically studying the impact of loneliness, not being connected in business. And there's a massive economic um, impact when you are you have business loneliness um, and you know I think that's the thing that I fight for um, whether you do it by belonging to a group as you said Sam and by by coming into an academy like you by being a, with you Carolyn whether you do it as a leader to have somebody who's got your back like you Kim, 
Kim Adele. I think, um, and I obviously believe in, in small communities for that. Um, and, and some of the ways that I'm, from my research, it's impacting people is it obviously impacts their self-worth. It's a bit Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you haven't got a sense of belonging, your self-esteem is going gonna, is gonna to suffer. Um, but also it really impacts your ability to innovate and stay relevant and listen to the market. And, um, and that really is important because we know that we've got to be constantly willing to change. Um, it can make you a little bit self-indulged as well. Uh, you can lose context if you're not connected in with people about your own problems and therefore makes you feel like you're subnormal and nobody else has any problems and that's not good for your mental health. Um, so I, I think that's what I really fight for is that, that, that issue of business loneliness. And, and I, every month we run and analyse a study of people that take the health check and it's, it's rising. And it's interesting that, that loneliness is rising when we are more connected than ever before. Uh, and um, so, yeah, that's what I fight for is, is just don't feel lonely, don't disconnect from people. It's, it's interesting you say that, Penny, because you're right, we are, we are more connected now than we were, as in that we've got more of this um, ability to be able to connect through technology and through digitalization. But I think the thing people are really missing is the actual, the, the connection that you get when you sat in the same room as somebody, when you could actually work out that if I did that, I might actually be able to touch your arm or give you a hug or say hello. Um, and I think that's driving a lot of people to, to kind of heighten right now the loneliness that they're feeling. Would, would you say, would you agree from what you've been doing? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think if we rely on that touch, we're going to find it really, really hard at the moment. Um, I think that, I think, you know, Oprah Winfrey puts it really well when she had that interview and she says that no matter who's on that sofa with her, whether it's Barack Obama or all these celebrities and things, you know, the quote that she has, she says, they always say, um, did you hear me? Did I matter? And what they're we're really wanting validation that they are someone to someone. And, you know, we can be someone to someone at home if we're lucky, but to be someone to someone in business is really important economically. And I think you can achieve that virtually. You can't achieve it by just broadcasting through social media. You have to be in the smaller groups where people are saying, I missed you. You weren't there yet last week. Or, you know, I, 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 where, how are you? I've noticed that you've not been chatting in the WhatsApp group recently or on the Facebook group. You want to know that you matter and that you're going to be missed if, if, if you're not there. A lot of the ladies on the chat box today are from my Sapphire Business Club that Sharon and Debbie run. And I really miss seeing them. And we used to meet at um, Champneys in Tring, and they always choose a lovely venue. And, it, you know, it's not the same. We do connect and we do have Zoom meetings. But I really miss the camaraderie of the group, you know, and, and just being relaxed. And we've all promised ourselves that when we, when we um, are out of lockdown, that we'll not only go to Champneys for the meeting, but stay the day as well. <laughs> Yeah. God help your liver, Caroline, when we come out of lockdown. That's all I can say. And make sure there's some time for us blondes in your social calendar as well. Always, always. Good. So we've got a few minutes left. That's been a really fantastic chat, isn't it? And I hope anybody listening to it has has made them think a bit about themselves. And, and we all have the capacity to change and grow. So I hope there's been some great thoughts there for you. So in a very quick run through, what's the message that you'd like to leave with everyone? Let's start with you, Kim. Um, so I would say, so, and it has been lovely. It's always lovely to chat to you guys. I would say 
think about what is the one thing that you would really love to do that's going to make a big change in your life. Um, and then think about what step could you would, could you take right now that heads you towards it and make that commitment to yourself. Brilliant. I love it. Brilliant. Yeah, my one is NNMT, non-negotiable me time. Right. So this is absolutely you cannot knock on my door, you cannot interrupt me, you can't put your needs before my NNMT, non-negotiable me time, everyone should carve that out, NNMT, thank you. <laughs> love that, love yeah. that, I might, I, I need that yeah. sound. I'm going to totally steal that one, Caroline, non-negotiable me time. I think... Um, I think my message follows um, Kim's. It's about, I, I recognise that phrase from the book of the, um, oh, I can't remember the author, but make your boat go faster. So what is the one thing that's going to make your boat go faster? And that's, so taking what you've said and putting that into a business concept. So we all know there's one thing that we should be doing that we're not, that would have a massive impact on our business. Um, so yeah, it would be find that honey, find that sweet spot, find that thing that's going to make your boat go faster. Fantastic. I think mine it segues from what you just said there. I've had a lot of conversations recently, and I have to say more with women than men about this, where they're not performing as a business person. Ooh. And I just want to say to people, you're a business person. You oh. might want to have impact. You might be a hypnotherapist. You might be an astrologist. You might be a massage person you might have all these sort of alternative things that you do um but you're a business person and that requires you to get lots of secondary skills skills around you and so start to look in the mirror and say i am a business person who wants to care for others and so as we round off there just at the 130 slot gosh we're so professional us lot I'm going to pass back to Kim and thank you very much. That was an amazing show, ladies. Oh, fabulous. Thank you, Penny. It was an amazing show. Lovely to chat to you, ladies, as always. If you would like to join us here and be in our hot seat and tell the world what you're passionate about, what you're here to solve for us, then please do get in touch at www.businessblondes.tv. In the interim, have an amazing week, everybody. Take care, stay safe, and be happy. <laughs>